Once again, to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast, I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. I think it was Bob Plant who sang the words, There's a sign on the wall, but she wants to be sure because you know sometimes words have two meanings. You know what? Bob is right. The lady who's sure that all that glitters is gold should, in fact, do her homework because things are meant differently to different people. They're interpreted differently quite often in life. Let's think of some examples. For for one example, many times, and I'm not stereotyping everybody, but a lot of times, say a wife, she may say, I don't have anything to wear. What she often means when she says this is that she lacks something different, maybe something new, maybe something she just feels right wearing. It has to feel right for the location she's going to, right? Now, what about a lot of husbands? And again, I'm not generalizing this year either. If a husband says, I have nothing to wear, often that means that the clothes that he wanted to wear are needing to be washed, Right? So, so I don't have a thing to wear may mean two totally different things to these two people. But, but interestingly, what doesn't the expression, I don't have a thing to wear, actually mean? It actually means that they have nothing to wear. But they both do. Just not what they want to wear at that moment for one reason or another, Right? just not what they prefer, not what they have in mind. So the phrase itself, I don't have a thing to wear, isn't even generally true on its surface because people do. You see what I mean? Things are open to interpretation, the way they're presented, who the words come out of, who receives those words. These are all factors when it comes to interpretation of things. Here's another example. You remember, that wasn't that long ago, we did an episode on songs in major keys versus songs in minor keys. Well, this fits in here as well. I'm going to prove it to you. Are you ready? You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. Thank you. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. Got it? You know that little song, right? That happy little song. Okay. On the original Smile record by the Beach Boys, Brian Wilson put this song in a minor chord and slightly changed the perspective of the lyrics. Otherwise, it's the exact same song, but notice the difference. Ah-am. You were my sunshine, 
my only sunshine. You made me happy when skies were gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. It's like night and day, isn't it? It's the same song, but it's interpreted completely differently. We often say what we mean, but people have a tendency to hear what they hear. And that's totally understandable. I'm not even talking about throwing text messages and things like that into the ring, because that's a whole other subject. But often it's totally accidental the way somebody takes something as opposed to the way that we may actually mean something. Case in point, I'm a parent. What I mean when I speak is, I love you. I don't want you to get hurt. But often what's hurt is just one word, restriction. And maybe that's sometimes true, but my goal is never to deny happiness. It's to protect. Now, once again, I'm pretty sure it was Bob Plant who said that, you know, sometimes words have two meanings. Have you ever wanted to help a friend who is just on the verge of making an absolutely horrible decision, but they're convinced at the time that their horrible decision is going to make them happy? Guess what? You're going to be the bad guy. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you're going to be the bad guy. There's no easy way to do it. Even if they fully trust you, they simply may not want to hear that or to see that defenses are up being offended is right for the picking and you're loving them enough to warn them is viewed in every wrong way possible as opposed to how you actually intend it so in these examples do you just decide to stop parenting or maybe stop being someone's friend you take the bullet and say something knowing that you're going to be the bad guy. It's a choice that we all have to make in life numerous times with numerous people. Psychology Today puts it nicely. It says a true friend is consistently willing to put your happiness before your friendship. It's been said that good advice grates on the ear. But a true friend won't refrain from telling you something that you don't want to hear, something that may even risk fracturing the friendship, if hearing it lies in your best interest. A true friend will not lack the mercy to correct you if you're wrong. A true friend will confront you about a problem as quickly as inform you about a malignant looking skin lesion on you that you can't see yourself it's not picking on you it's trying to help and and you know it works both ways when somebody does that to us it's very easy for me to get defensive right and what about the parental thing 
Well, the CNBC site said this. It says, setting a clear expectation is a core aspect of positive parenting. I recommend using the when-then method to encourage better behavior during the most challenging times of your child's day. They explain it. It says, explain to your kid that when the yucky part of a dreaded task is done, then the more enjoyable things can happen. For example, they can play after their morning routine is complete, brushing their teeth, getting dressed, eating their breakfast. If there's enough time before the bus arrives, sticking to this practice, children will learn to move through routines on their own over time. But these are not things that happen overnight. These things may never happen. At the very least, they take time. And with both the friend and the kid, the time that you do this with them, most of that time, you got to kind of be in it for the long haul because during the majority of that time, majority of that time, you shouldn't expect for your advice to be appreciated because it feels like restrictions. It feels like judgment. It feels like you're stopping them from something they want to do. And it's hard. The whole idea of this episode is that what you see is not always what you get. See, sometimes what you see is just what you see. But when that happens, maybe we can dig deeper and see if there's more going on beyond just our our gut feelings or our original reactions. Seeing life through somebody else's eyes is not easy to do, but it could lead to an extreme bond. It can extreme, extremely lead to understanding and to real friendship. Then we could all be on our way together, arm in arm, as a team, if only we had something to wear. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast, What You See is What You See playlist. It's really easy to find. Just go to Spotify, type in Refresher podcast dash What You See is What You See. Good list this time around. I think you're going to like it. 10 songs. Number one, Show Me by The Pretenders. Then we have Ed Harcourt with Open Book. We have Missing Persons with the song Words. We went over their Spring Session M record on Psychology on Vinyl months ago. Then we have Thievery Corporation with Doors of Perception. After that, we have one of the most Stevie Wonder-sounding songs that's not actually Stevie Wonder, Mary J. Blige with All That I Can Say. Then we have Tawa Tay with Ear Candy, the instrumental version. Then we have a a little uh, psychedelic venture by The Rascals. Uh, The album was called See. This song is called See. We've got Jigsaw Puzzle by the Rolling Stones from their Beggar's Banquet record. The Doobie Brothers with Clear as the Driven Snow. 
And finally, we have Explain It To Me by Liz Fair. Well, there you go. That's it. It's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash what you see is what you see. Did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they improve your mood? Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Check out their awesome website at leafy.com, and this is how it's spelled, L-E-A-F-V-E.com. Design craft. They are at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out examples of their great work as well at designcraft.com. That is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T.com. We love Leafy and we love DesignCraft. Thank you both for being a big part of why this show still exists. Speaking of which, this show simply would not exist without you. The listener, you, that person right there. If you could do me a favor, please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. Chris, do you get the money? Yeah, I get the money. But is it hard for me to make a a contribution? No, no. What you do is wherever you found this, there should be a little tiny thing that you click on that says support this podcast. And it usually will give you the options of like 99 cents a month, I think $4.99 a month, and I think $9.99 a month. You pick which one of those that you want to do. You click on it. I get a notification that you did, and I send you a big thank you. And that's usually how that works. But here's the thing. I know that in this day and age, even 99 cents a month can be too much money for some of us. And I do not judge. If you want to listen to this show, but you cannot contribute, you are still unbelievably welcome. So this show is yours either way, but if you can contribute, it'll be very helpful to the show. We have a website as well, which is extremely exciting, by the way. I mean, I stare at it for hours at a time. Actually, I don't. But on the website, there are things like uh, books that I've written, uh, celebrity interviews that I've done and so forth, uh, T-shirts, merchandise, all that great stuff. More ways for you to spend your hard-earned money on stupid things. Just go to refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. By the way, if you have show ideas or maybe you want to advertise on our show, you just that's the place to do it. Refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend in Southern California, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. 
We'll see you next time.